Support for Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio is made possible by M&M Printing and the Observer News of Ruskin. Hello and welcome to Veterans Corner Radio, information for and about veterans. For this edition of the podcast, host Bill Hodges sits down with Christine McCombs, founder of Operation Code Vet. Christine McCombs is the Community Outreach Officer for the Hillsborough County, Florida Code Enforcement Department, but more importantly, she is the founder of Operation Code Vet. This nonprofit organization is dedicated to assisting veterans who may, due to age or infirmity, have properties that are in conflict with local code regulations. It is our feeling that even though this is currently only in Florida, it should be a national program. Continue listening to hear how she put the program together and how to get her contact information. Here now is Bill Hodges with Veterans Corner Radio on Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts. Welcome to Veterans Corner, a show dedicated to providing information to all those who have served our country's military and to their families. Now, here is your host, newspaper columnist, management trainer, and Air Force veteran, Bill Hodges. Hi, I am Bill Hodges, and this is Veterans Corner Radio. We've got a very special broadcast today. Not that they aren't all. We have some really important information every show, but this one is kind of different because generally we're talking about programs nationally. And this is a program that actually started in a county in Florida, which is the third largest veterans county in the United States, Hillsborough County. Be sure to have paper and pencil ready because there are going to be things you might want to write down. Of course, if you're listening on the podcast, you can always go back and replay it. And my guest is Christine McCombs, VP and founder of Operation Code Vet, and an active code enforcement officer. Welcome, Christine. Hi, Bill. Thanks so much for having me. It's an honor to be on your show. Tell us a little bit about your background. You're married to a veteran, is that correct? I am. I am actually um, pretty much, uh, I. he's 23 years was military. He spent the last half of it special operations. He's currently retired. I am not, of course, military. I am retired law enforcement, 23 years. And then so, on to, co- to, and then to the I, code. And then I went on to, to uh, taking on the challenge of code enforcement, which was clearly a new educational department for me. That's for sure. <laughs> just just one of those people who can't quit work, right? I, I'm one of those people. I get bored if I'm sitting at home. <laughs> Tell us, how is it that Code Vet got started? What did you see? as a code enforcement officer that made you think we've got to do something for some of these vets. Yes. That's, that's a perfect segue in bill, because that's exactly what happened when I started with code enforcement, Hillsborough County code enforcement about seven years ago, I came on as a code enforcement officer. A lot of people may may not even be very familiar with what code enforcement is. I wasn't what it is. It is a, an enforcement from a civil standpoint in which People in Hillsborough County, the unincorporated county, are actually enforced 
certain property maintenance codes. So there are ordinances out there that everybody has to fall within those. And if they don't, code officers such as us will go out, they end up being cited, fined, and potentially sent to court with a lien on their home. What are some of the kind of things that might come in conflict with code? Sure. So quite often, the requests or complaints that we get are usually the exterior of the home. And usually that prompt is from either the properties in disrepair, it's dilapidated, you've got overgrowth, you've got trees down, you've got issues with the exterior of the property, the paint, the protective paint, those sorts of things, even to include inoperable vehicles or unsanitary pools. So once that complaint goes in, the code enforcement officer is required to go out and check at that property and make contact with the owner to make sure that they can get that property back into compliance. So ultimately what I started to see happening was those folks that were actually being fined and cited for code violations were ending up in court. This is like a a quasi-judicial type of setup where they go in front of a, a judge or a magistrate and they have to speak on behalf of why they have not put their property in compliance according to those particular code violations. And they have a certain period of time they do. once they're cited that they have to do? Yes, that is correct. And if they don't do it within that period of time, that's when the fines can start kicking in, the court date kicks in, and ultimately if they don't do anything about the property, then the county will pay, place a lien on the home. I want everybody to remember that because it's going to play a part in what we're going to talk about down the line. Absolutely. Uh, uh, Trust me, the one thing I don't like seeing is our veterans having to go to court, especially our older veterans that are disabled. They have a lot of health issues. What I had started noticing seven years ago was that, like you said, this is a very large county of veterans. We were taking a lot of veterans to court. By the time they were going to court, though, the sad part of it is, is they were already in a fine status. I mean, a lot of them were already starting to receive daily fines of anywhere from one hundred to a thousand dollars a day. Bill. Wow! If they had so, that kind of money, they'd go ahead and get the property right? fixed. Absolutely. So, is that not stressful? On top of everything else, now you've got the stress of, uh oh, now I can't get my property into compliance. On top of that, now I'm going to be fined. On top of that, I got to go to court. On top of that, I'm elderly. I'm disabled. I've got my own issues. I'm trying to deal with. A lot of these veterans are so busy going to their doctors and their visits that they're barely able to keep up with their property. Yes. So I, I saw this as a continuing issue where we were, our veterans were coming in and we were just basically putting the pressure on these heroes. And I thought, man, there's got to be a way we could help. So I started on the weekends, rounding up the code officers. And on our off-duty time, we were going out on the weekends and we were helping these veterans. Well, one really? Thing, Yeah, that's exactly how we started. I am not kidding. And uh, it turned into what now is today a 501c3 nonprofit. We support all of our veterans in the unincorporated Hillsborough County that end up with code violations, and we will find a way to assist them with whatever it may be. The veteran must be in a hardship status. So the hardship status- It's just not free labor. There you go. I mean, you know what I'm saying? We Here's the thing. There are veterans out there that can afford to probably pay for certain things, but they cannot physically do it themselves. Well, we've got the sweat equity. So we can help a lot of these veterans by going out there and just providing sweat equity. While, for instance, if we've got to clean up a property for a veteran that's full of junk, trash and debris, 
we can go out there and have 30 volunteers come out and provide all the labor that they need and they provide the dumpster they pay for a dumpster so we're always working side by side with the community to help our heroes with their code violations because the last thing i want to do is take these heroes to court and then ultimately take their home and then make them homeless that is not the goal the goal here is to bring the property up to a sustainability that allows them to live in it in a healthy way a safe healthy way and also for the community of course and the reason that I, I said before that they can go to court, they can have fines and all this stuff starts with your coming in and putting the property under your jurisdiction. That is correct. If they are eligible to be a part of Operation Code Vet, then that kind of puts a freeze on that, right? Absolutely. You, you said it very well. So what ends up ultimately happening is once this veteran is determined to be a hardship and they've completed the application process, which is extremely simple, it goes before the board. We vote on that veteran. And then at that point, once they're voted in, which at this point, you know, we have not voted a veteran down that has not been in a hardship, hardship situation at all. At that point, we embrace that veteran. Not only are we going to start helping them with their property issues, but we're also going to help them with their VA benefits because a lot of these veterans don't even know that they can receive benefits. So that extra two or $300 a month, you'd be amazed at how many veterans are so happy when they hear that they actually do get to receive benefits. Their perception of themselves is very low. So the thought of someone wanting to do something for them or them getting something that they think might, you know, is free, it just doesn't fit in their brain. So they're so excited about this. And then it gets them into the VA hospitals and, and everything else that they would need for their health and for their dependents as well. A lot of people don't know what they have coming to them. I, I just had a veteran who came out here. He's a very hardworking guy, had hearing problems and I asked him what he did. He said he was a jet mechanic on the flight line. Yeah. I said, no wonder you've got a hearing problem. He said, well, what can I do about it? I explained it to him. And he now is getting about $300 a month. And he said, Bill, it's making all the difference in the world in me being able to have a decent lifestyle. Absolutely. So that's what we're working towards here. That's awesome. That's an awesome story because that's exactly what we do. Not only do we help them get those benefits, that we also help them hook them up with a VSO, a veteran service officer. So that way, any further or future claims that they want to file, they've got someone they can go to directly. And that individual can help them with filing any other claims or any other things that they may need down the road. I'm assuming here that because you're doing all of this, the county is behind you 100%, at least, at least 90%. Let me tell you, Hillsborough County has been absolutely amazing in supporting this program. I, I must say they have been 100% behind me and supportive of it. I think what I like most about it is that you present a problem, you give a solution. And I think that that's what we're doing. And we're doing that for those that are in need, those veterans that are out there that are living paycheck to paycheck. I'm serious. They're, they're living in very deplorable situations and they're not going to ask for help. Not until someone makes a complaint do we even find out. And that's concerning in and of itself. Now, if people around the nation would like to follow up and do something like this in their area, Absolutely. Do, you, do you have a phone number they could call you or, or what would be the best way then to make contact? 
Absolutely. I would like anyone who is interested whatsoever in partaking in partnering or starting their own Operation Code Vet in another jurisdiction, venue, state, please, please call me. My number is area code 813-422-1025. Let me do it one more time just, just for those listening. 1-813-422-1025. Bill, that goes directly to me and I will get their phone call. And if I don't answer, certainly leave me a message and I will definitely return their call. I think it's so important. I'd love to see something like this go nationwide. So what counties and government can get behind self-help. I just love the idea of self-help. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what this is? This isn't the veterans that need a new home built or need their mortgage paid. Right. These are veterans that are living in their homes right now that need to stay in their home. And don't and have water, need- don't have electricity, whatever. We just helped a veteran, two veterans this weekend. Yep, they need a new roof. They don't have, we helped a veteran this weekend. Uh, she has no running water, no power. We did a yard cleanup and we're currently working on getting her a new mobile home. These are the things that we are trying to do for our veterans out here so they don't have to live like this because that is not the way we want our heroes to be treated. You told me about one couple you worked with. Yes. Most recently we worked with, it was actually on the news this last weekend. We had about 30 volunteers come out. We did a very huge cleanup of their property in Ruskin. But these two veterans are married. She was National Guard. He was Marine. He's about 60% disabled. So they're very, very, she's disabled as well. So they're limited in their ability physically. So we went out with about 30 volunteers from Habitat, Team Rubicon, Operation Code Vet, The Crossing Church. It was absolutely amazing. And we did this massive cleanup of the property. So all we're waiting on now is hopefully to get them a home. That's what we want to do next is get them a new home on their property. Well, it seems to me uh, Operation Code Vet is like the lightning rod that brings all these other people to bear on these problems because you're the one who learns of the problem. A lot of good people out there would do a lot of good things if they knew the problem existed. Absolutely. 100%. We've got boots on the ground all over our county, which allows me the opportunity to connect directly with these veterans in Hillsborough County. I get calls from veterans from outside the county. And although I can provide them resources, I just, I'm limited that I can't help them. It's not here. So we got to get Operation Code Vet elsewhere. Christine McCombs, I really appreciate your coming on the program. She is the VP and founder of Operation Code Vet. She gave you a phone number to get a hold of her, and she will answer that phone number herself. So if you're interested anywhere in the country of learning what she's done and how it works, please give her a call because I think it's going to be a great thing. I'm Bill Hodges. This is Veterans Corner Radio. You're unique, you're special, and you're great. Tell yourself so often because you are, you know. And we'll talk to you again very soon on Veterans Corner Radio. And Christine McCombs, thanks so much for being on the show with us. Thank you so much, Bill. You've been listening to Veterans Corner with your host, Air Force veteran Bill Hodges. The views expressed on this program are those of Bill and his guests and are opinions based on the best available information. In matters of law or governmental regulation, it will always be best to check with the appropriate agency. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us for the next Veterans Corner. Before we go, here's a quick final thought. Why not take a minute to follow or mark Veterans Corner Radio podcasts as a favorite? It's easy, and you'll be among the first to be notified when new episodes of the podcast are released. 
And thanks for listening to Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts.